Miller and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. This is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. All right, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Miller and Condon on a Thursday. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon and Ken Miller with you for the next couple of hours talking uh, sports with you. Appreciate you tuning in on one of our least listened to days in the every time that we've been together on the and I don't blame them a bit. You think so? Oh, of course they're going to be listening to Eric and John and soon they'll be listening to Bobby and Dolph and that's what I would be doing <laughs> if I was a Hawkeye fan or a Cyclone fan to hell with Sports Talk Radio today. I want to see how my squad's preparing as they both get set to take the floor in the next well 27 minutes for Iowa State and about two and a half hours for Iowa as uh, both teams in conference play back-to-back here this morning. What a beautiful, well, awful outside, but a great day for hoops. It is. Tomorrow's my favorite day. Is it? Because of? The sheer volume. Okay. Every every good team is playing, for the most part, unless they get upset get early you. on. Buys, you mean? Yeah. In the Big Ten, for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. You have that happening. So you're going to get everybody out there playing those quarterfinals or into the semifinals, just so many good games that are happening, the volume, but it's really ramped up today. You know, the funny thing is that Tuesday, oh, hey, we get the AC. Those are some awful games. Terrible. And, and watching the Big Ten and the yeah. Big 12 last night. But the Big Ten, the Ohio State-Wisconsin game was good at the end, at least. Well, at the end, but it took that was awful. 35 minutes to get there. I mean, Wisconsin was down 27. Minnesota comes out, yeah. holds on for the victory yeah. there against Nebraska, but... Just watching that, watching the ACC just bounce around. These are a lot of bad basketball teams. You're right. At least it's basketball. At least they get a chance to participate before they put them away for the year. Giving away participation trophies over there. Um, yeah, but it's 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 time. I mean, it's on now. Yes. I agree with you. It kind of seems like the preliminary bouts <laughs> prior to we get into the real fight card, and uh, on we go today. In fact, Baylor and I was stayed about twenty six minutes away. We'll see how that one goes. Baylor was a slight favor when it came out last night. I'm assuming they remain favored in this game. Yeah, I wanted to uh, take a quick look at that here because I saw the odds when I woke up this morning, and there had already been changes in both Iowa and Iowa State. So uh, let's go here and bring up the Big 12. Uh, currently, we see four and a half across uh, the board Baylor favored. So not a ton of movement in that one. Uh, the total up to 136.5, though, in the Iowa State game. That's moved up 2.5 points in that one. So a little bit of a change there. Uh, but, yeah, overall it stayed Baylor right at that number, which is a little bit bigger than mm-hmm. what the Ken Pomeroy number is, mm-hmm. where it's a two-point game there. So I think a lot of people believe, A, Iowa State beating them back-to-back games. Right. That's probably a portion of it. And was that the dead cat bounce from Iowa State? Where... Mm-hmm. Or is this something real, something tangible that they're going to build upon after Caleb Grill is dismissed and what they did? They look like a different team, Trent. They absolutely did. Iowa, on the other hand, opened up as a two-point favorite. They are now a four-and-a-half-point favorite across the board against the Buckeyes. Another one where the Ken Pomeroy point spread a little bit tighter here. Where do you feel on both of these games? Oh, I think Iowa advances. I think Iowa State is probably... Look, they they beat them twice. Mm-hmm. Um, Iowa State's beaten Baylor twice, but 
I, I can see why the number's done what it has. The reaction to the fact that, you know, it was just five days ago for crying out loud. And you have to think that Baylor's going to be a little bit more motivated to come out and play. And George, he had seven points. He didn't play a lot of that basketball game. you got to mm-hmm. expect he's going to uh, do a little bit more damage. Flagler was the story that day. Uh, Cryer was, boy, he missed some shots. He missed some um a um, couple of big threes that he had, uh, had an opportunity. Flagger was not good at the free throw line. Remember, he got fouled on one of those kick fouls. I think he missed them all, <laughs> um, which was the right. Which was right. I'm yeah. so glad that he did. Anyway, so uh, Iowa State coming up here in 25 minutes. In momentarily, we're going to head down to Kansas City. And uh, catch up with our guy, Matt Postens from Heartland College Sports. I was going to say he's courtside getting ready. <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> so much. Boy, the media's bitching. The, the Big 12 media that is assembled uh, down in Kansas City for this uh, for this tournament, used to getting the red carpet rolled out for them, you know, front row, there they are. And they've been like way forever. I get it. It's kind of, uh, you know, when you're used to sitting somewhere to covering a game and you're mm-hmm. right there on courtside. And then all of a sudden you're up in the rafters. Yeah, I get it. You know what? That, nobody feels bad for you. Quit, quit uh, sharing that on Twitter. Nobody's going to come out and say, "Oh, we should feel so awful that you guys are have to sit up there where we're used to sitting." Right. Exactly. Right? Nobody's going to be crying. No. And in reality, can't you cover the game just as well up there? I think you can because you can see the flow of the game. Right. If you cover an NHL game, that's where everybody is. That's where all the press is. They're right on the roof. And mm-hmm. nobody pitches because you can see the plays developing. I don't know. At Carver, the media is not courtside. Not, they're not courtside, no. They're up in a corner. Yep, yep. And about halfway up. Mm-hmm. So And Pollard, very quickly under his tenure, moved all of the, not all of, most of. I mean, the media had the the entire front row mm-hmm. opposite the benches for the longest time. And he realizes... It's costing me money. Right. <laughs> and you know what, Jamie Pollard? Uh-huh. Uh, you did the right thing. Absolutely. Sold those seats. Now, there is a little bit of a veil for some underneath the baskets, but um, um, not, not certainly to the extent that it once was. So we will get to Matt Poston's here momentarily. We'll set the scene, uh, take you down to Kansas City, and uh, give you a little taste of what's going on down there. Uh, that's the, our first and only guest. We are going to be joined, I believe, sometime. Paul Parizic's going to join us uh, at 11.35, uh, the Des Moines uh, police are having a, I don't know if you call it a, um, um, they're trying to build up the force. They're, if, you, if you wanted to join the a career opportunity, a kind of a career day, if, you're, if a, a career in law enforcement is something that you've thought of, uh, there's a couple of uh, career days, career, I don't know what you call them. Get together. Career fair. Career fair. Thank you, Trent. I got it. See, if, would, if this would have been yesterday, I would have been stuck. <laughs> right. Uh, but but uh, a career fair. Well, you stuck with me for two more days. Thank you. And then you're gone for the next three. Yes. Glad you're here. Uh, but yeah, so Paul's going to join us, shed some light on that. So uh, just got a call from uh, Chad, who is listening in. We haven't talked. Bill Self, not going to be available yeah. for the day. Uh, he just talked to a buddy that's in Kansas City, the scuttlebutt down there. And I haven't seen this online. I haven't been on Twitter a ton. Is that it was a heart attack? Did you? No, I didn't go that far. Nobody, yeah. Nobody's reporting that yet. No, so no reporting. Again, this no. is just a rumor, but Chad said his buddies that are in Kansas City right now getting ready for Iowa ah. State here in a little bit said that that's at least the rumors from some Kansas fans they were talking that down there. Well, let me see. Uh, ESPN is still referring to it as an illness. Mm-hmm. Self is doing well, is receiving great care at the University of Kansas Health System. See, I uh, saw the illness. I saw the illness, too. And then I... 
didn't see it being COVID-related. Nope. I thought one way or the other yep. they would have said if yep. it was COVID-related. Yep. They didn't. And then all of a sudden, Chad calls in with that, and I'm like, oh, then the wheels mm. start turning a little bit more, right? Yeah, the school statement did not disclose the, de- disclose the details of the illness, but said self is recovering. Well, we shall see if it is indeed as um, uh, what Chad is sharing with us regarding rumors, then obviously I'd be hard-pressed to believe that Bill Self's going to see any of this tournament um, other than watching it either in his hospital room or at home. And we certainly hope that it's just nothing more than he's, you know, he got a bad meal somewhere. Uh, but we don't know. Uh, clearly some other details will emerge, and maybe Matt Postens uh, has some uh, information uh, when he joins us here momentarily. And look forward to catching up uh, with, uh, with Matt Postens. Uh, in fact, he's uh, with us right now. Uh, Heartland College Sports is where you can read Matt. He's got the tournament covered in its entirety. Uh, Matt Trent, Ken, thanks for doing this. Uh, how are you? And is the crowd starting to fill in at, uh, what do they call it now, T-Mobile? Is it T-Mobile? Uh, yeah, Spring? T-Mobile Center. Yeah, yeah. Crowds, crowds filling in. We got Baylor and uh, uh, Iowa State fans walking the concourse. I've seen some Kansas State fans. They're, they're a little early. They don't play till this evening. But right. um, I'm, I'm looking out the window right now, and I've got, I got Cardinal. I've got Purple. I've got Blue. I've got white, I got ponchos because it's raining here, so everybody's filling in for this. It's going to be a hell of a day. No, it's going to be a great day. What are you hearing regarding Bill Self, uh, if anything? We, we saw the release that uh, he has an undisclosed illness. We just got a call that maybe it's a little bit more serious than that. What are the whispers, or what have you heard uh, being on the ground there at T-Mobile? Um, nothing that I could credibly talk about, um, because there is a lot of rumor. There is a lot of stuff floating around out there. Um, so I, I, when we get the players after the game, I think it'll be more apparent, uh-huh. you know, how they – I'm interested to see their emotion in terms of when they talk about Coach Self. If, they're, if, they, if, they, if their emotions are okay, then I tend to think it, it's nothing that serious. Mm-hmm. If they seem a little more emotional about it, then maybe that's a, a hint. But, I mean – I'll be honest with you, walking around the concourse here, I hear a lot of people talking about it. I hear a lot of people saying a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. But for right now, I'm just going to stick to the release and say it's an undisclosed illness. Uh, That's Uh, well done. Some of the stuff... Some of this stuff is crazy now. Yep, that's that's well done. I agree. I think you're doing the right, the prudent decision. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Yep. And yeah, it's all speculation and conjecture. The good news, I guess, from a Kansas basketball perspective, well, they've had to be here before. Self has been suspended, yeah. and they've had to go that route. So, yeah, it's unfortunate, but it's not a place that the Jayhawks, even this year, haven't been before. So I guess that's a positive way to look at it from a Kansas perspective, right? Yeah, I mean, he's got experience with this team this year. It's not like um, Corey Williams last night having to step in as the head coach yeah. for the first time for Tech this season. Uh-huh. You know, he knows the players, but he, he hasn't called the shots this season. At least Norman's done that with these guys for four games. So that makes his job a little bit easier today. But, you know, they're playing West Virginia. Bob Huggins really likes to beat West Virginia. He gets a $50,000 bonus every time he does that he donates <laughs> to his late mother's cancer fund. Yeah. And catching them on a day when Bill Self isn't on the bench mm. and you don't know how the players are going to react to that, it makes that game really interesting. Well, there's certainly a lot of drama in this tournament, kind of off the floor as well. You've got the, you mentioned uh, Mark Adams uh, being out. We now have the self thing to deal with. And this Eddie Lampkin thing at TCU, I'm yeah. not sure that it's maybe getting uh, the uh, uh, the coverage that, that it'll get as the tournament goes on. But what do we make of this? There's a lot of 
you know, racism being thrown around from Lampkin's camp uh, against Jamie Dixon. Lampkin is not going to be in Kansas City for this tournament. He's in all likelihood, well, he has played his last game as a frog as he's headed to the uh, the transfer portal. What do we know about this, Matt Postens? Well, Dixon didn't really talk about it yesterday in the short time he was with the media. He said he hadn't seen the post, hadn't uh, spoken to anybody about it, so he really couldn't comment about it. Um, I saw the post last night. Some of it honestly kind of confused me because some of it looks like it's coming from Eddie. Some of it looks like it's coming from his mom, and it was kind of hard to discern which was which. Um, but, you know, when those those kinds of accusations get thrown around, especially in this day and age, it becomes a very sensitive topic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, not having Eddie here from a basketball standpoint hurts them. Uh, the only good news is they've kind of played a few games with that Eddie, so they've got a rotation set in their front court, but you know, I think it's going to be interesting to follow because depending upon how how serious this is, depending upon how this um, impacts the program, it could impact Dixon's future as the head coach. Um, it, it you're right. It's I mean, we've played two games and we've already had Adams resigning. We've had Lampkin. We've had self hospitalized. Spartans Amac is in the transfer portal. Yep. I mean, this is supposed to be about basketball people. Right. <laughs> right. This, is, this is like a soap opera here, obviously. It really is. Four games today. It starts in 15 minutes with Iowa State against Baylor. Let's get into the rematch from the game we saw over the weekend. A big surprise to a lot of people. Iowa State without Caleb Brill goes down to Waco and wins that game basically from the jump and uh, dominated Baylor at times in the victory here. They beat him twice. People say it's difficult to beat a team three times in a row. What do you anticipate we're going to see game one here with the Cyclones and the Bears? Well, I think it's going to be an interesting game because Scott Drew said after the game on Saturday that you know the only good thing about what happened on Saturday was that these guys will be highly motivated to play better on Thursday, mm-hmm. and I think they will. It's you know, I think with Iowa State right now, it's just it if they play defense at an elite level and they get enough scoring, I think they have a good chance to win. Uh, how much enough scoring is against Baylor is enough, another matter. I don't think. I don't think that Keontae George is going to have another average game like he had on Saturday. That was his first game back from the injury. He mm-hmm. hadn't played all week. I think he's going to have a better game today. Uh, I think he's the guy to watch because, you know, the clock is ticking on him. I think we all know he's <laughs> going to the NBA after this season's over. This is this is go time. This is the tournament. And I think he's going to be that guy that's going to step up from a freshman standpoint. Um, I, I kind of like Baylor today, but, you know, I think if Iowa State can hold them under 65 points, I think they have a good chance to win. Yeah, and I'm totally with you on uh, Keontae George. I mean, he was one for seven from three. He's a better free, uh, three-point shooter than that. Um, he's one of those guys that you fear. Thamba is going to you know, muck up the middle as, as, as he always does. I was impressed by, obviously, Kalsher had a, had a decent day shooting, but it was Holmes again that was leading the way for Iowa State. Shun coming off the bench. It was a different lineup without Caleb Grill. Have you seen the starting lineup for Iowa State yet, um, uh, Matt? Has it been announced? And if so, can you yeah. share it? Yeah, it, it, it looks the same as it did on Saturday. I think he's committed to having Trey King on the floor. And one thing that Ott said on Saturday, I covered that game, was that he really liked the 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 interior physical presence that King brought to the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said they needed that against Baylor. He said they were going to need that in the Big 12 tournament. I mean, they don't have the really big, you know, wide body inside. King is about King and Jones are about the two closest things you can get to that. And he was really impressed with what King was able to do on Saturday. So it's the same starting lineup today for Iowa State that they had against Baylor on Saturday. 
Ott seemed to like the tweaks. They're going to stick with it. JTT, seeing him out there, I mentioned to Ken on Monday, it just almost feel bad for him. You know he's mm-hmm. not physically, obviously, back to the guy that we saw before. Uh, what's what, what can they get out of him the rest of the season? I, I think with him, they've just got to target his minutes. Um, you know, he came out of the gate and he played, I think, a lot better than I expected him to. And, and then I think he naturally hit that wall that a player in that situation would hit when they haven't played in a year, they haven't had enough time to really ramp up from a conditioning standpoint, a full off season and that kind of thing like the other players on the floor have. I think you got to target his minutes for like 10 to 15 minutes a game. Just give him four or five minutes where he can just go full out and give you everything he has in the first half and the second half. And, I, you know, the great thing about him is that things are working right in the game. He doesn't have to create his own offense. He creates it off rebounds. He creates it off steals and turnovers. He can get you six, seven points, get you four or five rebounds a game. I think they'd be happy with that. But, you know, I, I think 15 minutes a game is about his max right now because he, he's definitely not in basketball shape yet. Uh, who did uh, you think was going to be playing on Saturday night for the championship? And with the news that Self, you know, we don't know if he's going to be able to uh, uh, to be a part of this uh, tournament at all. Uh, but uh, who did you like to play for the championship prior to the Self news and whether it's changed or not? Well, I, I had Kansas and Kansas State playing each other okay. in the championship game. I was, I was going for a third Sunflower State game. I think that still could potentially happen. I mean, we don't know. We don't know what we don't know about self at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Norm Roberts is a good coach. Um, they've got a really good team. They, they're probably playing the best of any team coming into this tournament besides probably Texas. And, you know, I could see them going on a run with or without self. Um, I, I will say this. If Kansas is going to leave this tournament early, I think it's going to be today against mm-hmm. West Virginia. I, I think it'll be today. I think mm-hmm. if they win today, I think they'll make it to the championship game. And then, you know, Kansas State, I think they're going to have a really tough game with TCU tonight because those two teams match up really well with one another. And then, you know, it could be a third matchup with Baylor. It could be a, no, I'm sorry, it could be a, probably be a matchup with Texas most likely. Um, but uh, I, I still like Texas. I still like Kansas and Kansas State right now. But I think today's the big day for Kansas with no self on the bench. All the emotion of, of what's happening, you know, what we know, what we don't know. If they're going to lose, it's going to be today. Oklahoma State, they beat Texas. Is that enough to punch their ticket, or they have to get to the final, or maybe even win the whole thing? I believe if they beat Texas today, they can punch their ticket. I, I, I think they're in. That's, that's another quad one win for them on a neutral site. Uh, that's a quality win against the top 10 team, a team they have not beaten yet. They've lost both games to Texas. Hmm. So I feel like if they if they beat Texas today, I feel like they're going to be an at-large team. We shall see. Matt Postens, you're going to have a busy day covering it all at heartlandsports.com. We certainly appreciate what you do for us. Uh, thanks for this, Matt. I'll catch up with you next week once the brackets are out. We'll spend some time going after that, or going through that if your schedule allows. Thank you, Matt Postens, heartlandcollegesports.com. Thanks, guys. Appreciate Thank you. It. Thanks, Matt. Bye-bye. Matt Postens, as we get the latest from Kansas City, the T-Mobile Center. They that? bought Sprint, right? Is that how? Is that why? It was yeah, changed? I think so. I think that they did right, too. Yeah. I think they merged. Or, mm-hmm. um, well, we'll see. I'm looking through Twitter trying to find. It's, it's, it's mostly it's all rumors. I can't find is. anybody with. You can't trust blue check marks anymore. No, no, not at all. <laughs> did you? You know, you would just stop me in my tracks, and nobody just what's just because I got a blue check mark right. doesn't mean the right. No, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't see. There's just so much. So, yeah, I've seen everything from the heart attack one that we heard about. I saw a stroke, mm-hmm. all kinds of mm-hmm. things. But, again, they said an illness. Mm-hmm. 
I, I did find it just odd, though, that they didn't say it is or is not COVID, though. I just, thought the same thing, because aren't we kind of programmed at this, yes, at this part of the world? Because it leads to that kind of speculation. Uh-huh. Well, does that mean then we have to go back to tracing? We've seen you know, Northwestern had to shut it down for a week and a half. We've seen that happen this year yeah, in college basketball, yeah, and yeah. and that's where my mind went right away. Mm-hmm. Right or wrong, it's where I went, and I'm going to guess I'm not alone. No, no. It led to probably this kind of speculation. I think when you've seen in the last two or three years, God forsaken years, mm-hmm. when you've seen some of these releases come out it usually stipulates whether it's the illness is not covid related yes um you know there's that little line of the statement god we all long for the day that that does no longer part of our world right mm-hmm. i never did get to the 12 o'clock hour of the bmw of des moines guest list oh, so we, we got that be, hour too yeah we're gonna, we're do gonna that stay one? here okay you know i'm my my spider sense was tingling last sunday and into monday trying to figure out a way to get out of today <laughs> and then when i got up this morning well i was up before the snow but boy oh boy Oof. Roads were brutal, but it stopped in Des Moines, and likewise in Ankeny. I hope, is it gone for the day? I hope so. You've I, got two games tonight, right? Yeah, i got to get back, and I, after the game, figure out what I'm going to do here. I, do I stay downtown and just... What time's your first game? 5.30. No, make a run for it. Make a run for it. Yeah, get home. Get home. We'll do something. Get to a bar. No, don't Watch do the that. Iowa game, no. Oh, it might be do that. Yeah. yeah. Not day drinking, though, wouldn't be probably. <laughs> well, maybe a little lunch. A prudent right? decision. Right. Lunch and a soda is what you're saying is probably so a little where, bit better. So if you're me. downtown, where will Hawkeye fans get together downtown to watch this game? Is there a Hawkeye bar in downtown Des Moines? Well, it's going to be on everywhere. It is, yeah. I'm trying to think. Well, what's uh, Johnny's, right? I mean, that's the sports bar that I always think of down there. But I haven't hung out downtown in I don't know how long. I, I know for me. 1989. <laughs> 1989. Well, it hasn't been that long. When I first got here. I was a legal drinking age then. How, how different is downtown then as, as opposed to today? Oh, You know, is the spaghetti works? Is, yeah. it called, is it still there? Oh, yeah. Good God. We take the kids there a time or two. It's unbelievable. Well, and I go downtown all the time because my son goes to preschool at the Science Center. Oh, yeah. So I'm sure. there all the time. Sure. It's called the Science Center and not mm-hmm. the bars out there. What, the 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 place you had to go was uh let's oh, change names so many times yeah. right was it third and court was the uh-huh. on the, what would it be the west northwest side of third and court there there was a big bar I don't know I don't remember what it was called anyways back in the days you still were doing your disco dancing at that point no it was no. over by then yeah. it was over by then uh-uh. it was a long past by then so is that why you don't like the butt rock the 80s rock the motley cruise of the world because they I took away your maybe, disco love yeah maybe maybe i mean i cut a pretty wide swath back then <laughs> had some fun anyways it's eleven twenty-five. We In the 12 o'clock hour, we'll talk to John Bowenkamp. He's in Chicago for the Big Ten tournament. He'll do likewise with Postons, did just for us at the uh, at the Big 12. John's covering the Big Ten. And then we're going to do a little hockey with Ben Gislason. They finally, 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 the Wild get to return home. They've got a weekend series against, uh, well, the Manitoba Moose are in town. Six o'clock puck drop on Saturday, three o'clock on Sunday. So we'll talk a little puck just real quick on, on hockey. Mm-hmm. Kirill Kaprizov got hurt last night. He did. I didn't see this. Yes. They're playing the Jets. Of course, they were crushing the Jets, as they always do. <laughs> um, and the Jets have a six foot seven defenseman who has zero coordination. And he fell on top of Kaprizov. Okay. And Kaprizov's legs twisted underneath him. Mm. And we don't know the extent. But if this is an injury that lasts any amount of time... Mm-hmm. 
and see that as you know, hope against hope. It's not a season ender because then their season is ended if they don't have it's, their best player. It looked that bad that it could be. It did. Yeah, he got up and ACL skate. something like that. Yeah, yeah. or groin or mm-hmm. I, I I don't know what it was, but it was just um. It was just unfortunate, I think, is the best way to put it, because he's such a talent. He's such a talent, and the Minnesota Wild are playing a lot better. But we're going to talk some hockey with Ben Gislason uh, coming up here at uh, 12.35, 12.40, somewhere in that uh, period of time. Jukebox Saturday night. Jukebox Saturday night. The caller just called in to say that. Ross Peterson was checking in. Jukebox Saturday night. Heather Burnside just texted yes. me, so she apparently went there as well. Ross went there. We all went there, and I didn't even know who they were. Jukebox Saturday That's what it was, yeah. It was the place to be. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was crawling with people. I remember that um, as I tried to acclimate myself to, well, A, the United States, Uh and B, where I lived in the jukebox Saturday night. Did you live in Altoona? I bought a house in Altoona. Okay. Uh, My son's mother and I. Mm -hmm. um, I hate to admit she was my ex-wife, but she's my ex-wife. and then we, and then Prairie Meadows closed, uh-huh. and I went to Denver for three years when Prairie Meadows closed. And then I came back because my son was born, mm-hmm. and um, came back here and lived in West Des Moines. Oh, okay. And did you live on Eighth Street? Is that what you said? In that no, area? off off of Eighth Street. But I hung out um, Jimmy's. Yes, yeah. Boy, on Friday nights, Trent. Oh yeah. Oh my God, that place was happy right after work on Friday nights. That was the go-to spot. And now it's Gilroy's. That's the uh, what? What it is? I believe the restaurant over there. Ah, uh, you know what? I don't know. Yeah, I think it's Gilroy's now. Who have, they have a really good breakfast. Uh, Do they really bre- breakfast buffet? Which you like? Yeah. You never, you never make yeah. your way out of the house. No, though. no. That'd be a good weekend stop for well, you. I just can't when put, it gets to spring, right? When it gets well, the, that's when you start banking up true. for football season again. But um, now with Jets just changed there because I can't leave the little guy behind. No? I just. You can't go have breakfast. I can't. See, we're going away two weeks from tomorrow. We're going to Vegas for my yep. son's. And I'm panicking. Really? Like I've never panicked. I've never had anxiety in my life about anything. Uh-huh. Very few things. Um, leaving Jet. What, what's your guys' game plan? We've got a place where we're going to take him. It's called Wild Paws. Oh, okay. So you're going to board him, basically. We, he's going to be boarded. And he doesn't like anybody. Oh, really? Except Cindy and I. Oh. I mean, it's just, I've never felt about anything the way I feel about this little dog. <laughs> it's just incredible to me. What That's this, wild. How it has changed my life. I think I'm a nicer person because of Jet. Because of Jet. And I think it was pretty good before that, but I'm just... Yeah. I mean, I just I tear up thinking about dropping him off and leaving. It's a dog. <laughs> I I can't go there with you. I know, and I never could either. I couldn't understand. No. Wait a second. You're putting your dog under your seat and you're putting him on an airplane. What is wrong with you people? Right. I'm doing the same thing in June. That's what's happening with you. <laughs> yes. We're taking him on vacation in June. I can't leave him behind. That's wild. He you, sleeps you, with us. You didn't think about asking the Condens if they wanted to have well, a trial run You with wouldn't the dog? get along with no? him. No. You wouldn't get along. I mean, he would sit in a corner and he's... Scared of everybody. So we're getting a lot of pressure from the kids. To get a dog. Get a puppy. Trent, it's an incredible experience. Uh, now, Cindy and I are empty nesters. True. Right? And so we don't have the pulled here, pulled there. And there's people that say every kid deserves a dog. Oh, that's right? true. Growing up. Yeah. And 
we I had animals, but you know, I lived in a small town. I had a, a pet turtle. I had a pet mm-hmm. goose. I mean, all, all kinds of things. And we we had rabbits. Did you name the turtle and the goose? Oh or? yeah, I, I can't you? remember what it was, but yeah, yeah, they weren't around very long. But we had all kinds of things. I had a cat. I'm allergic to cats. So did you eat the goose when it was? The, oh, I'm sure Dad was it a Canada goose or like a goose goose? It was a goose goose. Okay. I don't know whatever happened to that thing. There's there's a lot of question marks. Cat <laughs> some kind of stew. Cat again. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Locked up, and all of a sudden those kittens weren't around anymore. Where'd they go? I, Hopefully given away. Yeah, don't ask questions, right? No, um, you don't want to know. Exactly. Um, anyways, we, um, we'll talk to Paul Parizic next. There is a career fair. That's what it is. Thank you for that one, Trent. Yes. It's 1130. We'll do a few minutes on that, get into what we've seen last night, how we see these tournaments coming up as you have an opined on that. Uh, we'll pick your brain on that before noon. Then John Bowenkamp, he's in Chicago. We'll speak with John. Uh, and then Ben Gislason, the Wild, and there's a post-game concert on Saturday night. Oh, nice. Uh, following the uh, following the hockey game. So, fingers crossed on uh, Kaprizov, because if he's gone, there go the Wild's chances. Miller and Condon underway on a Thursday. So was I with State. What channel are they? Oh, it's right here. I got it on. You got it on the deuce. Yeah, they're just uh, talking before they send it to the T-Mobile. Uh, we'll keep you updated on that score. We will set the stage in Chicago. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. 800 bets off. I shot Sheriff. But I did not shoot the dead. Wait, well, you did like the best you can come up with. <laughs> Uh, well, here to tell us more about those cabinets. <laughs> Officer Paul Paris at Career Fair going on. A couple of places for those of you listening in uh, Waterloo, and we know that you do. On mm-hmm. uh, the Ankeny campus at DMAC, there's a career fair today. Uh, the Criminal Justice Career Fair is going on. Hello, Officer Parizic. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you guys? I'm doing well. How do you like those kitchen cabinets? I love those kitchen cabinets. The uh, soft close things, you know, or I I can't slam them if I try. Okay, what are those? Kids. Yeah, I, we got those too. That's a good thing. It's a good thing. I got my cabinets also through No Pros. Did you? Yeah, really? Jimmy and Joey, great people, oh, absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Well, Paul, good to talk and, to you. Oh, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say they're uh, they did really good work and they did it really quickly too. I mean, I didn't have to give up our kitchen for too long. Are you the cook? I see a lot of stuff that you prepare. Are you the cook in the in the in the family? Probably about ninety percent of the time, yeah. I, I like it. Ditto. Not, not because I'm better, I just like it. Yeah, ditto. I like doing it too. Anyways, uh, so Paul, let's talk about this career fair that's going on. A couple of places uh, here today. Um, why don't you uh, fill us in? Give us a little uh, the four one one. Some of the details. Yeah, so this is kind of a big thing. They do this every year, and it's hosted by the uh, DMAC Criminal Justice Club. So we're at the DMAC site. But like you mentioned, there's also one going on at Hawkeye Community College, and we're up there, but. Uh, this is probably most easily accessible for most of your listeners. But we'll be here until 3 o'clock, and I'll tell you, it's a smorgasbord of law enforcement. Anything you want to know about getting a career in law enforcement, whether it's probation, parole, um, municipal police departments, county sheriffs, they're all here today. So, uh, obviously, 
I'm going to push you towards the varsity team. We're, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're right on the edge of the corner there. If you walk in the door, hang a left, we're here. But um, one of the things that uh, we're, we're really seeing out here is there are a lot of good-looking kids that uh, seem to be really community-minded out here asking, uh, asking questions about the job. And I'll tell you something else that we just noticed. We were looking around, and uh, we've always been kind of proud of the pay and benefits that we have. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to yep. start out at seventy-five thousand if you're green. Wow. Um, if you're an experienced officer, you're going to start out about eighty-two. Um, I was just talking to the recruiter from Kansas City, and uh, they, they they'll walk you in the door at fifty thousand a year. Wow. So, Is that right? Uh, wow, that's a difference. Yes, I mean, yeah. When you when you really look out at, at what's going on around us, and and look at the pay and benefits, and the things that will help you have, you know, uh, not only a good career, but um, great time outside of work, you know, support that lifestyle you want to have, whether you're young and you want to travel or you're starting a family and you need a home. Um, the, the pay and the benefits here really stand out uh, head and shoulders above the rest of the And then the opportunities within our organization. Now, you can, we want you to have a long career. We want you to, you know, stay healthy and well and, and suck the pension for all it's worth when yep. it's over. But we also uh, give you an opportunity to have a pretty wide career. There's a lot of great opportunities here. So we got three of our folks out here answering all the questions and, Encourage anybody who's interested and looking for a job, even if it's not the one you uh, went to school for, come on up here and uh, take a look around. So, Sergeant Prezik, help me out, help me out with this. Uh, you get there today, you um, you're accepted. So, from the time today through the through the academy uh, until you're actually sworn in, how much? What's that time period? So, our application process that's open right now closes March 31st. So, after March 31st, that's when. Uh, the, the testing process will be begin, and you have a written test, physical agility test. Um, we'll do your background, and and that really takes a long time because we dig deep into your uh, mm-hmm. your your background there. But uh, you're looking at starting the academy probably September 25th. So the process will take about that long, and then once you hit the academy at September 25th, it's uh, 24 weeks, unless you're a certified officer, and it's half the time. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Interesting. So. You mentioned, obviously, what you guys do, being a police officer, but there's a lot of other things that people can do in law enforcement for people that maybe don't want to be right in the line of duty but want to have something adjacent. What other careers that that you could point people in the direction of, other places that that they could go that they'd be interested in in having a career inside of law enforcement? (laughs) I'm getting poked in the arm right now by one of those guys. Uh, My neighbor, (laughs) James Smith, is uh, works with juvenile corrections for Polk County. He's a... a lot of people might recognize his name, former defensive back for the Iowa State Cyclones. How about He's that? He's up here. Do, so, yeah. yeah. So the Polk County Juvenile Services are up here. We've got um, Iowa State University Public Safety here. Um, I'm looking at the TSA. I mean, there's a lot of different options. The Iowa Law Enforcement Academy is here to answer questions about what they have to offer out there, not only is their curriculum, but also employment opportunities with them. So there's a there's a lot of different things happening out here. Is there um, a mix? Again, yeah, Adventureland's here. Target's here. So, I mean, wow. mm-hmm. if, if you're looking to stay in the private sector, there's, mm-hmm. there's some opportunities here for you also. Is there a minimum age, Paul, before you can uh, before, before you can be accepted? Well, state law says 18. We yep. say 21. Okay. So, you know, um, variety of reasons for that. Mm-hmm. But, um, we, we will take it at 21 years old, and there is no um, high age limit, but you do want to be conscientious about the, the pension system if you're, if you're coming in it later in life. Um, but... You know, 22 years and you're, you're, you can go. So, All right, your job, communication director. You've been on the radio for a long time. 
you like talking. <laughs> I've uh, yeah. we've had some conversations <laughs> before, Paul. You you enjoy conversing. My buddy Steeler Jim, he was over in West Des Moines for a long time. That communication director position was it something you had your eye on for a long time? Was it something that you said, you know, down the road, I'd, I'd like to have that job? No way. I, this was not even on my radar. Mm. Um, I learned really fast. I think it was on Chief Wingers for a while. So he and I have been friends for many, many years. And um, he brought me in off the street in 2013 to work in the headquarters unit with him when he was a major. Um, when, he, when he went to, got appointed to the chief of police, he came to me and he's like, man, have I got a deal for you? And I learned a long time ago, if he says, have I got a deal for you, you might want to run. Yeah. So, um, so it'll be eight years in July, but you know, I, I was like most PIOs. I was just talking to uh, my buddy, Corey, who's the Ankeny PIO about what it was like when he first started. You're kind of scared of the job because it's not what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, we're used to talking to people obviously, but um, being put in that spotlight uh, with the, the load on your shoulders that you're representing all the men and women that work for you, it, it can be a little, uh, it, it can be a little frightening at first, but uh, probably about five years ago, I felt like I was starting to get my legs under me. So I'm a work in progress still. Uh, you're a credit to the community. You do a yeah. great job for uh, for all of us uh, here in uh, central Iowa. Uh, Sergeant Parizic, thank you. Best of luck. Hopefully a lot of people uh, take advantage of this career opportunity. I had no idea that the pay is as, uh, as high as it is right off the jump, and especially when you compare it to the big city to the south of us here. That, that's a great starting salary, no doubt about that. Officer Parizic, good to hear from you. Appreciate it, Sergeant. Thank you. Hey, thanks for the time, guys. Yep. Take care. Yeah, good to talk to you. Uh, Sergeant Paul Parizic from the uh, Des Moines Police Force. Again, the uh, career fair is going on today. A couple of opportunities uh, closest to us here in central Iowa. Ankeny Campus at DMAC. It goes until 3 o'clock. Hawkeye Community College out in Waterloo uh, today from 10. Well, they only got an hour and 15 minutes left for that one. Uh, but uh, if you're looking for a career in law enforcement, point in that direction he mentioned the pension plan so my brother joined when he was 18 Mm -hmm. in winnipeg he is five years younger than me my brother has been retired for 12 years (laughs) with a full pension uh good for him yes for him what do you liked it oh i loved it i was accepted i know you were same i was accepted to the police force and that that very next day i was offered the job as the race caller at the track but think of the career that you had, the uh, things that you've got to do that you probably oh, I, wouldn't have no, done. No, I totally agree. I wouldn't have been in the United States. Right. I, there's no way. I mean, um, it just wouldn't have happened. No, I did the right thing. Yeah. I did the right thing. Now, now you know, my brother you look at doesn't have to go to work. Yeah. Right. Um, so there's plus and minuses. But yeah. there's, you know. Anyways. You wouldn't have sent, saw the Broncos in a Super Bowl. No, absolutely not. You would have had your season tickets for the Jets. Yeah, that's all I would have listened to on the radio all day long was Jet Talk. And over, when they were gone, what, do you, what would you have done? That during, would have been brutal. How long was it? Was 14 years? 15. 15 years the Jets were gone. 2096 to 2011. Good God. And that's all they have up there. It was like if Nebraska moved from Lincoln. <laughs> right, right. No, they're going to be leaving for 15 years. Yeah. But they'll come back. Can you imagine no. what those folks would do in Lincoln? No. That's all they have. That's all that they have in Winnipeg. Other than a god-awful weather climate. Anyways. June's nice. July's not bad either, but then August is liffy, liffy, and September you're putting up your snow fence and your snow tires on your car and uh, winterizing it and bracing yourself for what's coming. Uh, we will come back, finish up our number one. 
What have we got? Iowa State Baylor. Iowa State had jumped out to the lead. There's no score bug on the TV as we speak. I think it's a right now. Game. Ooh, Baylor's come back. 14 yeah. 13, 13 minutes left. Uh, so a close one off the bat as they get started uh, in Kansas City. You got me by about 10 seconds over there on your TV. Is that right? To... I'm 10 seconds faster? Yeah, I got, I got the stream over here. So That's no... so weird, right? Because it's, like it's like our house. If yeah. I go downstairs, I'm 30 seconds ahead of what's going on upstairs. Yeah, Why is that? The delay in satellite and this is streaming as opposed to satellite. That's one thing that they need to fix too, as it pertains to live betting. Oh my God, yes. The the lag is with Direct TV. It's mm-hmm. you know a good ten fifteen seconds. Well, but you, if you're streaming something like when we were watching Amazon Prime for Thursday Night Football, right. it was forty five seconds to a minute behind. It's crazy. You can't do that. Yeah, no, no question. All right, we'll take our time out. Come back. Finish up the hours. To Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 year coming up. All right, Miller Condon, deep into the uh, bump vault today. We're going a little different today. You certainly are. You were not liking the Eric Clapton. I shot the cleric. <laughs> not Sheriff. when the police are on, for God's sakes. <laughs> oh, Paul got a kick out of it. I hope he did. I sure hope he did. Um, our he's not a sheriff anyway. It's all good. No, he's a sergeant. He's not like my buddy Adam Afante, the Dallas County Sheriff. Is he really? He is. Good man. Listens to our program often. He just moved way up in my book. A Claxon winner of the past. Is he really? Yes. Good stuff. Uh, Iowa State is up by four, and they have the basketball. There's nine minutes and change left. Iowa State is up by six. There's nine minutes and change left, and TJ's already going to the bench. Ward, Coons, Shun, and Eli King are all in the game, and you know who's giving them a boost? Big game. What do they call him? Big Rob Energy? Big Energy Rob? Robert Jones off to yes. a really good start. Good for him. Threw out a really nice pass uh, set up, uh, found Holmes wide. No, found King wide open underneath the hoop. Reengaged and Robert Jones now a starter, and he's got another year. Oh boy, he's got another year. If he wants to come back, the talk was him and Grill both had another uh-huh. year. And of course, we know Grill is not going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he might might play basketball for another year, but it won't be in Ames. But but Robert Jones has a chance to come back if he wants. Why wouldn't you want him? I mean, I don't see TJ. He's a backup center. He's exactly right. Roll the dice. Yep. And he's eighteen minutes a game. Yes. If it turns out where you hit it big in the portal, mm-hmm. and what's the relationship like? Hey, we're going to help you find another place, but yep. we're full. Yep. You can go that direction, too. Now, that's, I'm sure, a difficult conversation. Now, this is such a weird era of college basketball, it really and it's seemingly coming to an end. But I was talking uh, to a couple of people on the scouting side yesterday at the state basketball tournament, and they said, there was a kid, and I can't remember offhand who it was, but I'm like, Oh, it's it's the big kid, the Pfeiffer kid from Waukee that broke the backboard. I'm sure you probably saw that highlight a few weeks yes, back. Yes, I didn't know who it was. So but he's six nine. He yeah. moves well. He's you know a center, maybe a power forward at, at the D1 level. I'm not talking Big Ten, Big Twelve, but you know at the mid major level, he said, "Here's the problem: there's so many guys that are continuing on their careers that guys like a Vance Pfeiffer that would be a D1 kid. Those offers aren't coming right mm. now because." Those programs are looking inside the portal and finding uh-huh. different guys. And, and because of that, that trickle-down effect that is happening, there's not as many guys that are at the high school level now getting scholarship yeah. offers. Wouldn't, I never would have thought about that, but it's, it's legit. There's always those unintended yeah. consequences yeah. that you talk about. So a guy like that either makes a decision. All right, you can go to prep school for a year, reclassify mm-hmm. and go that route. 
Do you go to junior college? If you're a full qualifier, you only have to play a year. If an offer comes and you're able to go down there, you know, go D2 and go play with a bunch of people that go down to Truman State now and play for Jeff Warner down there. But those are the opportunities in front of those guys. Yes, this is great for the college guys and going through it and getting their fifth and sixth years and sometimes even seventh years, as we've seen. But for the high school kid, the kid that would be a D1 player, the offers just aren't there right now. And that's kind of the disappointing trickle-down effect that happens. Mm. Well, our number two, we'll head to Chicago. We'll start it off there with our friend John Bowenkamp. Uh, he will join us to kick off the hour as we go into the uh, break. We're a few seconds away from the uh, under-eight timeout. Kalsher hits a big three to put Iowa State back up by six. Kalsher's off to a good start uh, in the basketball game. I believe he's got eight so far. Uh, he does have eight so far in the game. Hour number two coming up next, Miller and Condon. We're on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.